things my family did I am not the voices in my head I am not the pieces of the brokenness inside I am light I am light <sighs> Hello everyone and welcome to Being Inspired Radio. This is Amanda Johnson, and we are on episode eight already, which is so exciting. And I am equally as excited to be welcoming another guest today, um, which means it's two in a row, and I'm just feeling so grateful and um yeah, just abundant with having more dialogue, more discussion, more conversation on this show. And we're continuing to explore what that's like and how that's going to continue to evolve. Um, but we're having fun with it and we're we're playing with it, which I know is a big theme for my guest as well. Um, so I'm going to introduce you to who she is and tell you a little bit more about what we're going to talk about on our show today. And then we're just going to dive in and see what insights and inner wisdom we have to share with you all today. So our guest and my guest and dear friend and soul sister Orly Levy is with us today and she is a soul mentor and writer based in Southern California who guides women to turn inside and rediscover that which they already are. And that gives me chills to read. Welcome Orly. Hello. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Amanda. I'm excited to be here. It's awesome. I'm so glad to be doing this with you. And I shared on the last episode as well, and I think it's just so, again, um, every show I do, I want, I just try to always offer some example of how the universe works and how nothing is a mistake. And we are totally supported and guided when we really just open up and listen. And on my first guest, you know, Callie, she just, pinged me one day out of the blue and was like, you know, we should do an interview together sometime. And I'm thinking, well, it's funny, you should ask because I'm thinking of doing this. And then I feel like the exact same thing happened with us where I hadn't <laughs> even had a chance to like, well, who's my next guest going to be? And all of a sudden here you are sending me a message like, wouldn't it be fun to play together and like do an interview? And I said, well, yes, it would. How yeah. about we do it? So I just, it's, I love that. I love, love that. It just is such a reminder for me, a confirmation for all of us that when we are, when we are in alignment, um, which means we've done the work to, you know, clear away the gunky beliefs, the, you know, um, stories that we've been holding on to for so long. And when we clear all of that away, and it's not that we have to add anything. We've just gotten rid of the stuff or moved it aside so that we can see what's really down there. We're fully in alignment and things just happen without even trying, it feels, right? So anyway, I just love that, um, which isn't really even what we're talking about, but I'm sure that's going to come up today because <laughs> today <laughs> we're really talking about the, um, the theme of giving and receiving. And I, you know, this really stood out to me because last, um, about a week ago, I was in Hawaii and, um, Orly, you know this, and I'll share it with everyone else. I, I had the privilege of being, um, on the big Island for almost 10 days at a women's life reboot, shift the meaning of work 
retreat and it was so amazing. And there was one day specifically where we were really looking at um, what it meant to give and to receive. And the exercises that we did really um, started to kind of open my eyes to a few new things. And what was really interesting was that while in session, there were definitely some learnings and some lessons for me to be had. It's as if the universe said, guess what? We're not going to just let it stay here in these four walls during this retreat hours. We're going to take this lesson and we are going to really make sure you understand it in the real world and with some real life examples to start playing with. And then, so for the past week, I've had this theme of giving and receiving really um, front and center in my life. So I thought it would be a perfect topic to talk about today. And I wanted to start by reading a quote um, that I found. And actually, it just it doesn't say it any better. And it's a little bit of a long quote, but I'm going to read it. And then Orly, we're just going to dive into, you know, what kind of comes up for you um, as you hear this quote or as you think about what it means to give or receive in your own life and, and what you've seen happen with that. So let me read this quote. This quote is by Doi Zanamata or Zantamata. I, I could be mispronouncing that, but she's a, a writer and an artist and um, she just obviously has some really great stuff. And so here's her quote. Many people love to give. It's a great feeling and they do so with no expectation, but they often are awful at receiving and really deprive others of that joy of giving. If given a gift, they say, you shouldn't have, oh, it's too much or the worst. I feel bad that you got me this. Ouch. This creates bad feelings during what should be a nice moment. And though their intent was to be selfless and polite, it is actually ungrateful. When a gift is given, thank you, says that they appreciate the time, consideration, and effort that person has already put forth. Giving is virtuous, but so is accepting gifts gratefully. So, Orly, what what does that bring up for you? That was so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, you know, the part that really stood out for me, and I've done a lot of, I, I needed personally to do a lot of work around um, learning how to receive and, and learning what that really meant um, was, was a bit of a journey for me. Um, but as you read that quote, the part that really stood out was depriving others of giving. And this is um, so true. And it's something that we constantly overlook that when you are open to receiving from another, you are giving them a gift. Um, and it's the gift of purpose. It's the gift of balance. Um, it feels good to give to another. And so if we're not able to receive, um, we are, like the quote says, we're kind of blocking and we're creating a bit of harsh feelings. So, so that really stood out to me is that when others give to us and we're able to receive, it's not just that they're doing something for us and they're just doing it. It's that we're giving them a gift. And this is a, a huge way to reframe giving, or sorry, receiving, um, and to see it as as like a partnership that we have with other other humans on this life experience. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that, and I I think you're that actually equally stood out to me. And 
has been certainly part of my, my journey and is part of my journey. And really what's been um, kind of making itself so loud and clear. So in the past, to give a quick real life example for myself in the past um, week or so, I've really been having needing to practice receiving and mm-hmm. I'm and noticing the discomfort that comes up for me. So on the one hand, I think it's so beautiful for us to remember, oh, right, when I receive, I'm, I'm giving a gift back, right? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm allowing this person to, as you mentioned, it's almost like to feel purposeful in what they mm-hmm. just did and what they're offering. And um, as our quote said, you know, in all of the time and effort that they've already put forth, you know, mm-hmm. to give us this gift. And so by receiving it, we are not depriving them. And that's to me so powerful to, to remember and to think about. And equally, what I've gotten to experience this very recently, and maybe you can also share some of your experience, is that to receive really is asking me to feel some uncomfortable feelings and still say thank you or still accept the gift. So what I mean by that is what I started to pay more attention to is probably why it's been hard for me and so many of us to receive in our lifetimes is because there is, for me, there was this feeling of shame. Mm. There was a feeling of, I mean, you know, now again, this depends on what, if you're given a gift on your birthday, maybe not. But when someone steps up and says, wow, I can see, you know, I want to offer you something because maybe you're in need or I notice um, that, um, I don't know. Yeah. That you, that you desire something and I want to give that to you. Right. Mm-hmm. I noticed for myself in those moments, like a deeper level of receiving how much shame and unworthiness and this feeling of like, I can't do it myself started to come up. So there was, there's the, there is that part of looking at receiving as a gift to others and remembering that. And then I feel like there's still, there is a deeper lesson for us, which sometimes is painful and uncomfortable, which is how can I receive gratefully, graciously amidst feeling unworthy or less than or shameful about what I'm receiving? And, and just turn your microphone back up, sweetheart, because I can't hear you right now. There, well, almost. You're faint. We've we've explored that this microphone likes to go in and out on her, <laughs> and I can keep talking. So, but okay, <laughs> there You're you right. are. There you are. I got you. But I'd um, love to hear your perspective on that, or what, or just even what you know. What does that bring up for you? Yeah, Amanda, I feel like you really hit the nail on the head there. There's a shame button that. Um, that is activated when we someone offers to give us something or when we're when we're in a place of receiving like why should i need to receive mm-hmm. right there's this there's this great emphasis in our culture and in our society of, of of giving and the receiving part is um it's just like the total opposite it's this um negative shameful um needy needy um perspective that um, I think many of us since childhood have have taken on and 
for my recent experiences, I mean, it's absolutely false. It's we, we are humans and we're having a human experience and, and there is a give and take that we must all experience. And this, and this creates balance for us and it creates peace. Um, and so in order to overcome some of the, the challenging feelings that arise from it, um, that's where I think self-love and self-care really come in. And so um, my journey started with realizing that I wasn't very nice to myself and um, and I, I didn't have my own back. And so as I delved deeper into what self-love and self-care meant, um, that's actually when I was able to start receiving um, little by little, right? It took time, but without, without that shame button coming up, without that shame trigger. Um, and it started with just acknowledging myself as a person, as a really unique person and giving myself that love so that I could then, then receive with, from others with, with a grateful heart and with an open, open hand. Hmm. I love that. Can you tell, tell us a little bit more about where you see the, the connection between, cause I, I think you're, you're spot on and I'd love to just hear a little bit more of either your own experience or just per, perspective on the, the connection between that self-love and self-care mm. and then how that leads us to being more able to receive. Where's that overlap for you? So I, I think where it is, is, is um, if we feel shameful or we feel like we don't deserve to receive, um, I think on, on a deeper level that comes, that comes from the absence of self-love. Mm. So, um, right? So if we see our loved ones, our friends and our family, and we want to give to them, we believe that they deserve to receive. But there's something within us that says, no, no, you must work harder, you must be better in order to deserve, um, in order to be worthy of receiving or, or just even be able to enjoy it. That stems from a lack of, of self love. Um, and and in order to, to everything really that I have done personally in my life that has led to the work that I'm doing today has come from the sense of, of getting to know myself, becoming my own best friend, um, and appreciating and acknowledging how unique I am as a person. So um, that has reduced a lot of the shame that I used to feel um, around desiring support from others or needing help. Um, and just in general, feeling, you know, feeling bad about myself. So it's almost as if as we become, or as we not become, we already are, but as we start to see ourselves as worthy, mm-hmm. then the receiving is, is less shameful or less shaming, mm-hmm. right? Is that, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's how I have experienced it. And mm-hmm. I, um, and part of that was what we talked about in the beginning is, is realizing that we're giving others a gift. Mm-hmm. I want others to have that gift of, of giving because I know how good it feels for me to give. Um, so there's like another piece there that that has to do with really seeing, seeing life and seeing our life experiences from a greater perspective that really encompasses so much more. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're seeing the whole picture. You're seeing the exchange that's happening. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I, yeah. And, and I think what's so interesting to me and, and I, from the quote that we shared at the beginning and what you've hi- re-highlighted again is 
it's like, we're so quick to give. We are. I love that you reminded us that in some, some reason, in some way, we've really, our society, our upbringing, our culture, I'm not sure, really has put this emphasis on give. You know, make sure you're giving back, make sure you're giving, make sure you're doing things for others. And, um, and, and we're so quick and and I'm seeing again, I'm seeing this all around me, how quick we are all to give. And, um, again, I spent the last few days, I had like about 16 days of just a lot of feminine energy and lots of women in two different places. And it was, I mean, not surprising and yet a little, um, not, I mean, it was just really interesting for me to really observe and pay attention to with a little heightened awareness of just how quick every woman, and I'm not saying this is just a women's problem, but, but seeing how quick all of these women were to jump in and help. Well, let me help you this. Can I go get that? Can I, can I clean this up? Well, can I take care of this? Okay. And I'm seeing how quick we all were to give, 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 let me, let me do more and, and help give you something. Right. Um, and then when I would ask them to, can you just, you know, can we just sit? Um, what if you just took in some really positive words or could you receive from us and how uncomfortable yeah. they became? And I think it's so interesting that we, yeah, I don't know. It's just that we, we are so quick to give. And I loved what you said too, about how we think our family and our friends and just, society in general is worthy of that from us. They're worthy of that. Yeah. And yet we, how often do we then not, which is why I love that you brought it back to a self-worth or a self-love issue is that then we aren't seeing ourselves as worthy to receive. Mm. Yes, absolutely. And another piece that just came up as you shared that Mm -hmm. Is, is the ability to communicate, um, to know ourselves enough to be able to communicate our needs and our desires to our loved ones. Mm. Um, oftentimes, you know, like w- when it comes to a compliment or a gift, that's something that someone has just given to us without our, our needing to ask. Um, and there are other times where we're going through challenges or we're just busy with our day and we do need to say to our partners, you know, can you help me by cooking dinner tonight or, Hey, you know, when you say to coworkers that you need some extra advice or some extra guidance on the project that you're working at, at work. Um, and that's also, that's also something to work on. That's something that I believe we can only do once we get in touch with ourselves. Mm. Um, there were many times in my life, especially when I was younger, where I could never ask. I just wanted, I wanted someone to just offer. And if they didn't offer, I had this story in my head that, you know, if they didn't offer, they don't care. Mm. All these stories come up. Um, when the truth is I never communicated to them what I was really desiring and what I was needing in that moment. Um, part of that is I didn't know because I wasn't so connected with myself to know. And the other part is that I was fearful and shameful. I felt fear and shame in asking. Mm. So, so that's another piece of it is being able to communicate, like, what do I really need right now? What do I desire from a friend, a, a partner, a coworker, and being able to have the courage to say, hey, can you help me with this or whatever? Yes. Um, I'm so that's also huge. I'm so glad you brought that up. And it's, oh, absolutely. And then I love, because it kind of ties back into 
another thing you said earlier, which was that, you know, we almost feel needy. And right. And that's where that shame, that neediness, I remember again that, well, I don't want to be needy, right? Mm -hmm. I don't want to be demanding. And I think it's, again, important. We first must get in touch with ourselves. So I love that you reminded us it's getting in touch, knowing, first of all, well, what do I even want or desire Mm -hmm. or need? And can I love myself enough to know I'm worth or worthy of receiving it? Mm-hmm. And it does that's that uh, that brings up a whole nother a whole nother can of worms for us to move through and it's like i because I think giving and receiving is again like every other lesson in life is just multi layered and we'll continue to go lower and lower <laughs> and deeper course. and deeper right <laughs> and so as we you know first we'll learn to take the compliment by saying thanks, but then we're gonna start now can i oof, can I ask for what I need okay that's a whole new level, and I'm so glad you brought that up, and I think what that also has me think of a little bit is what I notice gets, what I do for myself, I get trapped in this idea. Well, feeling needy, meaning I'm somehow um, in it's in the exchange is imbalanced, right? So if I'm asking for you to do something for me or to give me something, I somehow have it in my head that the exchange is uneven now. And I have not given quote unquote Mm -hmm. enough, right? Yeah. Um, so where that comes up, right. Those stories of like, oh, I certainly couldn't ask you to cook dinner for me tonight because, well, I don't know. I mean, I didn't, I didn't do the laundry yet, or I haven't, you know, blah, blah, whatever. And mm-hmm. so how often do we get into this comparison mindset of the give and take exchange? And what that com- brings up for me is another lesson. I feel like I'm learning is we give in so many ways, like, you know, so, and I think so two, two points. One, we give in so many ways that we aren't even aware of, right? Our presence with mm-hmm. somebody can be a gift. The, the way, the energy we bring into a house can be a gift. The fact that we, you know, I don't know, emptied the trash cans or made a phone call for someone or brought them, you know, a, a din- brought them dinner one night without ever being asked or whatever, right? So we're constantly giving of ourselves. Maybe we listened to them about their long day or whatever. And so that, and then, um, and the idea that the, the giving it's, well, I lost my second point. I don't know if it'll come back, but I want to leave it right there. So (laughs) maybe I'll come back to it, but that, that one went on. So do you see what I'm saying? Like we almost get into this comparison. Am I giving enough to receive? Does that Mm -hmm. happen for you? I think that I think it definitely used to and I used to feel a lot of then what comes up is guilt. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, man, they're doing so much for me. And I, you know, and then we get into the whole guilt, um, which is just also it's similar to shame in that um, I believe it's just false. It's not it's not real. It's a story that's in our head that leads us to feeling more negative about ourselves and then further away from self-love and self-acceptance. Mm-hmm. Um, but absolutely, we can get into that. And I think this is where the work of, of loving ourselves and knowing ourselves really creates that stable foundation for us um, to, to be able to experience receiving and giving in a more accepting and loving way. But absolutely, there's a lot of guilt that comes up. There's, you know, especially for women, too, in, in saying in saying no sometimes or in, um, in asking for the support. There's, there's a lot of guilt that arises. Uh, and, um, absolutely. And I, I, the other point did 
remind it came back and it, it was the idea that sometimes you know it's almost like I find that I measure well what I'm giving like I can well my gifts need to be like this this or this you know if I give somebody it needs to be either monetary or an object or you know maybe I don't know I, I somehow put these parameters around how I give um mm-hmm. what I what I consider giving right mm-hmm. um and as in again, the lesson I'm learning right now is how how else am I giving? Am I giving of my time? Am I giving of my energy? Am I giving of my again my presence? Am I giving of um, a kind word or total like just dropping in and listening and listening? So mm-hmm. I'm starting to learn that both you know we can receive in of you know a myriad of ways. You know we can receive things. Um, you know, they don't always have to be tangible. Sometimes they are, sometimes they aren't, but we can also give in a variety of ways. And I think Mm -hmm. I'm starting to see that a little Mm -hmm. more clearly. So yeah, my, my, my practice now currently is, can I continue to deepen into the lesson of receiving with, you know, by saying thank you again, going back to the quote, can I say thank you Mm -hmm. to whatever the gift is, whether or not I asked for it or I didn't, And can I practice seeing all of the ways I give that Mm -hmm. maybe I didn't label as giving in the past? Beautiful. Yes, I think those are two great, great starting points and new practices. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And how are you, how, let's, as kind of as a way to bring this idea of giving and receiving to a close where 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 are you at in that process in that journey and you know what sort of yeah where are you at currently in your practice of giving and receiving Mm. um so I think that creating these new practices um absolutely one thing that I am doing is um allowing myself to communicate what do I need um, to my loved ones and being able to say thank you when I receive it. Um, surprisingly, there's a fear sometimes in asking or communicating what do I need um, that it won't be received, like that the other person won't um, won't be there for me. And I have found that that's not true, that I'm actually um, surrounded by so much, so much love and so many um gifts are there for me. And all I have to do is ask. So my practice is communicating, I guess, well, it starts with one connecting with myself and knowing what is it that I truly desire? What, what is something that um, would recharge my batteries and and fill me up Um, asking for it either from another person or sometimes it's from myself and then, and then receiving it fully and knowing that I deserve to receive it. Um, yes. So even sometimes like, for instance, last night I asked my husband to make us dinner because I was, I was busy. Um, sometimes I buy myself a massage or get my nails done. And even though that's, that's kind of just between me, that's, I don't need to ask for any, you know, anyone else. I'm an adult. I can, I can afford to get my nails done. Um, sometimes even between my, me and myself, I have Mm. to be able to receive that and say, yes, you know, go for it today. Take, take that time, take that hour, two hours and, and do it. And so, um, 
and then being able to enjoy it because we all know we've gone on vacations and we've done nice things for ourselves where we actually feel crappy the whole time where we're receiving it. Um, and right. so <laughs> <laughs> we're finally on vacation laying out by the pool and it's like we have anxiety or we don't feel good about ourselves <laughs> right we're miserable the whole time yes absolutely <laughs> yeah so and so that's where that third part that. comes in is, is just being able to receive it and to say thank you um to and, and to know that I deserve it yes and I love that you brought up that like what a nuance but so important of sometimes we have to know to receive from ourselves and actually mm. to practice that as well. That's a beautiful reminder. Absolutely. Um, I want to just then close us um, before I get to some other questions with you um, on this idea by another, with one more short, just succinct quote by Pima Chodron, who is really becoming a, a master teacher for me and someone I'm, I'm really appreciating. And, and she says, it's really important to be able to receive love and compassion. It is as important as being able to give it. Mm-hmm. So this was so awesome. And I, as I mentioned in the last episode, I mean, we could talk about this stuff for at least an hour, but I like to keep these to closer to 30 minutes for everyone's sake. So I just thank you for all of that good juicy giving and receiving topic um, and content and insights and inner wisdom. And we'll close out. I have a few questions I ask each of my guests just to get to know you a little bit better um, before we before we close. So who is a source of inspiration for you and why? Hmm. I, you know, I've, I've studied since I was younger. I've studied um, Louise Hay. I've kind of read all her books and she's always been someone for me that I've um, just has inspired me with her work um, and her, her own unique experience in life. So um, she's someone who had a very difficult upbringing um, and she was able to overcome it and she was able to find, she's actually someone who I really took my, my self love and my self care um, practices from she has one that is called mirror work where you say I love you to yourself in the mirror and it's so brilliant it's so simple and it's something that I've actually practiced for many years now Mm. Um, so she's someone who I who really inspires me Mm. what place or activity most inspires you right now Mm. I have to say definitely being outside in nature and being at the beach is a place of inspiration for me. It's a place where I can quiet down the sound of the waves and the wind kind of overtake the sounds that are happening inside of my head and rolling around. Um, and, and that, that really relaxes me and reminds me to connect deeper with myself as well as meditation. Meditation is a practice I, I picked up about two years ago, and it used to be such a struggle. And now it's, it's something that I'm excited to do. And so, um, so I've learned a bit of from Kundalini yoga, and I've started different Kundalini meditations, uh, practices, and that's been huge. Mm. And is there anything that you are, and I recommend to for anyone who's interested, Mm -hmm. go ahead. Sorry. No, thank you. That perfect. Um, yeah, what are you, is there anything that you are currently working on or creating right now that is just super exciting to you? Mm, yes, both 
I guess, personally and professionally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so personally, I'm, I'm pregnant. And so I'm creating this new life inside of me. And actually, I'm not creating it. It's, it's <laughs> happening naturally, which is amazing to be able to to actually see how how the universe and God and our bodies uh, work without me. I don't need to do this baby is just growing and becoming, you know, a healthy human inside of me without me really doing much of anything. Um, But still, that is something that's that's really exciting that's coming into my life. And uh, professionally, my my business is growing, uh, my coaching work, and I'm uh, starting new programs that are probably going to come out towards uh, the end of the year. Mm. A new group program um, that will really be around all, all the some of the things we've talked about today, but how to connect deeper within ourselves in order to know our life purpose and to allow ourselves to really shine and, and reach our potential. Oh, I love it. And I can't, I mean, just how cool to be able to experience both of those creations side by side and to really allow, you know, the natural creation that is happening within you to really feed your professional creations and just from a metaphorical sense all the way to just how you live and embody it and I just oh how exciting so good stuff coming up I can't wait on both for both of those yeah thank Um, you mm -hmm. and then for those inspired to reach out or get to know you a little bit better where where would they find you yeah, so the, um, they can visit my website, which is um, www.orleyslight.com. Um, and there's a contact form there that they can use to reach out and email me. Or they can find me on Facebook um, under my work page, which is also Orleys Light. Awesome. I love it. Beautiful. Well, this has been, as I just imagined, a new, deep, deep down, an incredible conversation. And... I'm so grateful that you were willing to play with me today and share just so much insights and reminders and inspiration for all of us. And I'm really grateful for that. Thank you, Amanda. I'm so grateful and honored to to be here and to be a part of this. It's it's always inspirational and, and awakening to talk with you and to to delve deeper on these these subjects that really form our life. Um, So thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Well, I receive that. And (laughs) I will close us out in our favorite song here by India Ari, I Am Light. Thank you again, Orly. Thank you. Did. I am not the voices in my head 
I am not the pieces of the brokenness inside.